as hy, as jy hier is, en hy is nog in die voorportaal, kan jy gerust inkom, kom so bykie in, bring jou koffie saam, Rian, ek is blij jy het jou koffie, ek sien jy het vir my ook een, en staan gerust op, en groet gauw so een of twee mense, as jy nog nie vir hulle hou gesê het nie, selfs Boksburg is hier, sê vir hulle ook hallo, Hallo vir die mense van Groblersdal, levende woord Groblersdal, Marcus, Brumeria is ook hier, welkom. As jy hulle klaar gegroet het, hou iemand langs jou sy hand vast en kom ons bid saam. Jere, ons het so verwachting vir vanavond, ons het so, ons sien so uit daarna, om net saam met die een vir wie ons lief het, die een aan wie ons harte behoort. Heere, ons wil saam met die Jesus net tyd spandeer. Mag die Heilige Geest by elkeen kom stilstaan. Mag ons die teenwoordigheid recht dier die nacht geniet. Mag ons nou, as profeet André bedien, mag ons dit geniet. En Heere, kom en praat met elkeen van ons. Bedien ons, Heere, en mag ons op u focus, nie op mense nie. Heere, dankie dat het nie oor mense gaan nie, maar oor u. U is die middelpunt van ons aanbidding, u is die middelpunt van ons liefde. Heere, ons wil aan u alle eer en liefde kom gee. En daarby is, word net so'n bykie stil, voordat ons enig iets doen, enig iets sê, verkeer was rof, ook het jy so'n bykie in die verkeer vastgesit, was een rove week. Kom staan net so'n bykie stil en sê vir die heren, heren, hier is ek. Ek wil nou op u kom focus. Ek het die lief, heren. Dankie, Jesus. Amen, amen. Welkom jylle amal, dis lekker om jylle hier te hees, sit geris, maak jylle self thuis, jylle moet jylle self baie thuis maak en baie gemakkelijk maak, ons gaan lekker lang wees, vanavond is jy vir een aande wat Lily nie gaan tyd hou hiervoor nie, ons gaan net baie tyd he, en ons gaan lekker rustig wees, ons het tyd om lekker te sing, Jakko, nie net in die begin nie, maar later, ons het tyd om in die Heerse teenwoordigheid tyd te spandeer, woord te hoor, net lekker hier in die Heere, by die Heere te hoor. Ek wil vinnig vir julle sê, hiervoor aan my linkerkant, is daar plek om te dans. Jy kan enige tyd dier die nacht, as ons nou, een bykie net voordat andere ons bedien met woord, as jy voel jy wil in jou, net hier een vlag kom neem, of iets kom doen, en net hier kom dans, en aanbidding kom dans, as jy welkom, as jy dier die nacht, net in aanbidding wil gaan dans, as jy welkom om dit te doen. Daar achter is esels, met verf en potloode, en allerhande goed, as jy, bykie meer kunstig is as ek, dan kan jy daar gaan skilder, daar gaan sit, dit is so lekker om in die Heerse teenwoordigheid te wees, en as jy daar is, te hoor wat die Heilige Geest vir jou sê, en in jou geest doen, en jou kreatief maak. Achter het ons plek vir die kinders, daar waar het so lekker helder is, en ons wil die ouwers asjeblief vraag, ek sal het so dalk dier die loop van die aand vraag, om asjeblief nie jou kinders alleen te los, recht dier die aand in die moederskamer nie. Ons het nie kinderoppassers nie. Uit die aard van die saak verwacht ons baie mense dier die loop van die nacht hier. En ek dink, dit is dalk net goed dat jy jou eie kinders oppas. Is dit recht so? 
Kan jylle my hande klap gee vir daai een? Pas net jou eie kinders op. Um, dit is so'n bykie moeilik, dat, dat gisteravond was daar 14 kinders, wat nie een oppasser gehad het in die moederskamer nie, ouwens ons kan dit nie heen nie, asjeblief. Kom pas jou eie kinders op, uh, laat hulle daar by jou speel, hulle kan binnen in die kerk sit, of hulle kan in die moederskamer saam met jou sit, as hulle in die moederskamer is, moet jy ook daar wees. Goed, uh, kom ons doen dit recht, dan daarachter is een lekker, ek sien jy het al vir een lekker nesie geskrop daar, uh, daar is een plek waar jy net lekker rustig kan sit, en die profetiese span sal later ook daar wees, om jou so'n bykie te bedien, as jy persoonlijk woord nodig het, as jy getuienis het, staan Antonie gereed, om uh, later met die camera jou, jou af te neem, uh, by die getuienis hoekie, as, as iets uh, met jou gebeur het, as, as die Heere jou leven aangeraak het, getuig asjeblief daar, daar is koffie, verrecht dier die nacht, enig iemand is welkom uh, om koffie te, te kry en, en jylle self te help daar, en voor is daar een doobad, ek dink daar is een persoon wat gevraagd of hulle vanavond gedoop kan word, as daar nog mense is, is jylle hier, kruid, so, sy word vanavond gedoop, en jy gaan nou doop, pa gaan nou doop, so, dis kruid, en dan hiervoor, teen die meer is nachtmal, enige tyd gedurende die aanbidding, gedurende die, die nacht dier, as jy saam met iemand wil gaan nachtmal gebruik, as jy welkom, hal gerust net die lapje af, uh, skink nachtmal in, en bedien mekaar met nachtmal. Is dit recht so? Uh, Jakko, kom ons loof en prijs die Heere saam. Jylle kan gerust saam met ons staan. the thunder we have seen the storm echoes of your kingdom coming rumors of our home but one day we will stand before you Lord all together beautiful reward and we will give you glory
glory. We will give you 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 glory. Glory. And we will give you glory. Thank you, honor, King of our King. You deserve our everything. We will lift our voices with your praises. Jesus, you are. Is Jesus you are our King? Yes, Lord. Oh, praise. 
congregation as a group of people that wait in front of you we can also bring our offering to you and say thank you Lord for what you are doing for us you're welcome to sit down sit geris ek wil jou herinner ons gaan nou een offergave opneem en aan die recht dier die aand daar is kluis een klein kluise aan die achterkant en by die kluise is jy welkom om jou gebedsversoeke in te gooi of enige ander offergaves en of jou tiendes, as jy dit daar wil invoe, is jy ook welkom. Ons wil dit graag vir jou so makkelijk as, as moendlik maak, daar is ook een kredietkaart faciliteit daarachter by die uh, by die um, in, informatie toonbank en daar snapscan ook. Maar uh, kom ons neem die oomlik en ons sê vir jyre dankie vir wat hy vir ons voorsien. Lord, we, we honor you. Thank you Lord for, for a good evening that, that we are spending in your presence lord i pray that we can do it throughout the night and thank you lord that in this way we can also hear from you how to spread out the kingdom of god throughout the earth thank you lord that we can also finance that through what you provide in our lives and we honor you for that lord jesus amen amen also want to take the time just to to welcome uh Prophet, Prophet Andre, I don't see him now, I'm, and uh, he's there at the back, he's always sitting on, in a strange place, <laughs> welcome, it's nice to have you, and uh, we enjoyed last night, uh, it was a fantastic time, uh, we enjoyed the singing, um, hopefully you'll sing again the, tonight, and uh, and we enjoyed the word that you, you brought to us, and especially the ministry after the time, uh, with, with the worship uh, leaders and, the, and the, the worshipers in front, they were really blessed. Uh, we had a great time after the service yesterday of just blessing the worshipers. They always bless us. They're always standing here. They come early in the mornings prepared. They usually come on Thursdays and, and prepare for, for Sundays. And, and uh, can we take a time to to not only thank this group, but all the other worshippers. There's a lot of them sitting here. But can we thank them by just giving them a hand? Can we do that? Good. We'll sing a last song together, and then, Prophet Andre, you're welcome then to come and minister, and uh, we're looking forward to 
to spend time with you in the Word. Okay, Jacob.
time with a wonderful name you know you know the spirit of God is in this place how many of you believe that how many people believe the spirit of God is in this place you know what's uh, what's beautiful about the presence of God is that just give me five seconds just gonna figure it out Five seconds. This is when the prophets do strange things. So this is five seconds. Don't worry. Weren't the two guys sitting over here? Where are they? You see how you miss it? Just like that. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like that. amazing. You can have a word for somebody and you can just, two seconds, just get up and go. And you can miss your word. Lift your hands up to heaven and say, there's no way I'm going to miss my time of visitation. I'm not leaving here until God touches my life. I'm not moving until God moves on my behalf. I want you just to pray in the Holy Ghost right now all over this place. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. You know, the Bible says sometimes we're visited by angels. Be careful. Amen. You know, sometimes God will visit us with angels and we don't even know they're here. They sit amongst us and walk amongst us. Amen. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands to heaven. I want you to do this for me right now. I've got some time, so this is going to be fun. I want you to say, Father, in Jesus' name, speak to me. It doesn't sound very desperate. Speak to me better than you spoke to Adam. Speak to me better than you spoke to Moses. Speak to me better than you spoke to Esther. Speak to me better than you spoke to Deborah. Get hungry, church. Get hungry. Get hungry. Get hungry. God will only speak to a generation that's hungry. Get hungry. Speak to me, Lord. Better than you spoke to Elijah and Elisha. Speak to me, Lord, better than you spoke to Malachi, Hosea. Oh, God, please speak to me better than you spoke to Jonah. That guy had serious problems. Talk about liquidation. Speak to me better because I have a better covenant.
Spirit of the Lord is upon you, sir. Come over here. This man with the top on. Yeah, well, you all got tops on. The one with the white writing on. Come stand over here. It's... You know what? Come up here. Let's have some fun. Lift your hands. This is so that the video can see you for all those people. Just lift your hands. The Spirit of the Lord says, Son, my hand is strong upon you. I need a catcher. Uh, please don't let your pastor come up. Where's the servant leaders here? Come quickly. Pastor, thank you so much for example. Come guys, we're going to work tonight. We've got 7 to 7. Anything can happen. This is like a 7-Eleven. It's like, come and shop for the things of the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's fine. Just keep playing there. You guys are doing great. Amen. The Lord says, my spirit is upon you, says the spirit of God. Son, surely I have put within you my nature, my attributes, and my wisdom. Oh, says the Spirit of God, I find a wise man. The Spirit of God says, Son, I find a wise man. I hear the Father saying, Yes, my son is wise. For he that wins souls is wise. So the Lord says, I've given you a wisdom, a wisdom to touch a generation. As you begin to open up your mouth in this next season, God says, literally God says, as you open your mouth, signs and wonders and miracles will begin to be manifested all around your life. God says every drought, every drought, every drought that is trying to stop you, hinder you, break you down, trying to stop you from moving into this realm, is about to be broken by my mighty hands, says the Lord. For the Lord says, Son, you are not one of those that can be understood by the masses. That's why many years ago you were misunderstood. But in this season, says the Spirit of God, I remove the misunderstandings of yesterday. For it is in this day and in this hour that I've brought you to come forth, says the Spirit of God. And when you open up your mouth, it will be evangelistic, says the Spirit of God. And when you open up your mouth, it will be for soul winning. When you open up your mouth, it will be to a generation of children that are not even your own children, says the Spirit of God. And then the Lord says, I will put you in soils and lands in different regions is the Spirit of God and you'd wonder how you got there because it's not by might nor by power but by my Spirit says the Lord it's by my Spirit that I would open up the missions for you it is by my Spirit that I'd open up the nations for you says the Spirit of God and I hear the Lord saying you will be called a father even to generations you will be called a father even to those that you have never met before and even those that will ride on bicycles from one region to the next with a small Bible in their hand. So the Lord says, you will find those young men that are preaching the gospel in different places like Tanzania and Uganda and even over the coast, even into the different places is the Spirit of God of the islands of Madagascar is the Spirit of God. And the Lord says, son, I will begin to use you as an instrument. The latter shall be greater than the former. For out of you comes a sound, says the Spirit of God, a new sound of worship even in your life, a new sound of praise even in your life. And God says, they will say, oh, but how is it possible that this man has more than one sound? But the Lord says, son, it is a sound from heaven that comes upon your life. Because God says you could have given up, but because you didn't give up, because you didn't give up, says the Spirit of God, 
because you didn't let go, says the Spirit of God. Because when it got tough 10 years, 11 years ago, because it got to that point of breaking, says the Spirit of God. It is in that point of breaking and I resurrected you. It is in that point of breaking and I changed your decrees as the Spirit of God. And although you were rejected by some, you were accepted by me. And now I will shine you forth as gold to these ones that are lost and these ones that are abandoned and these ones that are in pain. And out of your mouth will come for signs and wonders and miracles. Somebody lift your hand and say, Lord, speak to me. Come on, say, speak to me. Now, if I was you, I would start seriously praying. I would seriously start praying. Because there's a flow coming tonight. Amen. So why don't you just spend, we've got a lot of, we've got a whole night. Spend some time right now. Begin to say, God, here I am. Speak to me. I, come on. Well, I don't know how, what you're going to do, how you're going to get God's attention, but get, get God's attention right now. Amen. Sing the song again. What a wonderful name. Jesus. Don't you love Jesus? We're going to have fun, man. Oh, we're going to have fun in the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm going to work with you guys. Keep going there. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? No, 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 no. no. Now, we're going, now we're going into the prophetic. So we don't want to sing what we know. Amen. We're going to change the sound now. You're going to lead us into anything prophetic, but not that you know. Take the same chords, rearrange them. Hallelujah. Are you ready? The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you. Daughter of Zion. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you. He's anointed you to praise His name. Songs of freedom. Songs of freedom are coming to you. Somebody say amen. I hear the sound of the angels singing 
and there's a prophet in you there's a prophet in you Lord's voice shall be heard through you there's a sound of a prophet in you as you sing the word of the Lord and listen carefully what I'm going to give you you shall not die but you shall live your body will be changed in Jesus name You shall not get sick It shall not come back What tried to touch your bloodline is removed Somebody say amen I'm adding years I'm adding life Because of the task I have for you Are you listening to me? I hear the Lord saying your wife is about to become 18. I hear the Lord saying, yeah, you're excited, aren't you? The Lord told me that your wife is about to become 18. Literally, in the last three years, there's been a buildup in her glands. And now the Lord says, tonight, I'm supernaturally touching every gland in your body. And you're going to supernaturally become like an 18 year old again. Because God says the work I've got for you is far bigger than you can imagine. Now I hear the Lord saying the Spirit of the Lord will come upon your throat, will come upon your neck, upon your vocal cords. No longer will your vocal cords get weak. No longer will your vocal cords feel as if they're disappearing. You will not lose your voice. I prophesy it right now. But your voice shall become stronger. An octave will come into another level. New octaves in your voice will begin to happen. And in the next couple of hours, God says, I'm going to begin to speak to you about all of the songs that you never produced, that you wanted to produce. I'm going to bring those songs through, says the Spirit of God, by the power of my hand. I prophesy by the power of God's voice. You are a prophet in your house. And I hear the Lord saying, it is I that put you together. Some people fought you because they couldn't understand my grace. But it is I, like I, I am. So could you stand next to your husband, people, and Daniel? She's like overcome by the presence of God. And she's drunk. So these ashes are going to work tonight. Amen. Lord, release them for a greater work. For a greater work. Pastor Voto, will you come up now? Amen. You don't mind. We 
my gooi millies, man. Not the millies like they gooi re. Pastor Hoda, come stand with me. You're the man of, of God in this house. Jesus. Don't you love Jesus? Don't you love Jesus? Anything can happen in this place. Now, you, you, you know, I don't like to testify. I, I hate testifying because I believe that a prophet needs to decrease and not increase. Are you with me? So let Jesus Christ be Jesus Christ. Remember when we were prophesying, I said, God give you a miracle tonight. I said, your voice will not you with me? And I said, that God's touching your, 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 your glands and touching your neck and touching you. And you become like an 18-year-old. And, and you said something to me now, which is exciting. But what's more exciting is that whatever God says, He does. Whatever God reveals, He heals. We didn't get to meet him. We didn't have a meeting afterwards. God said, you will live and not die. Um, sorry, so there's been all sorts of issues, but we saw the mighty God, amen. And, his, and the word spoken tonight is a word that will set us free and make us whole. I just want to tell you the cancer's gone. And um, thank you, Jesus. Father, wait, wait, wait. You gotta you gotta enjoy Jesus. Where's Marcus? Pastor Marcus is here. Where's Pastor Marcus? Isn't this fun? Did you remember what the Lord said to you, Mark, Pastor Marcus? It said, Come up here as well. Come up here, man of God. Just come up here. We, we're gonna put hands on this guy. We're gonna make sure that we're gonna seal the word. Amen. So much anointing in this place. God said it will never come back. Did you hear that? Did you hear those words? It will never come back. So I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, what God says will surely come to pass. And cancer, you shall never come back. Somebody say amen.
Jesus, I'm not as drunk as you suppose. <laughs> Amen. But there's some issues here. Hallelujah. I can't take her anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's scary. Thank you, Jesus. These ashes are, are now going to, to, to really work tonight. Amen. Hey, praise God. I want you just to lift your hands. And just, uh, if you don't mind, just come off the platform. You guys can stay up here. It's fine. And um, there's something very special happening here. How many people know that there's something very special happening here? Something very special. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. He's been longing to come and <laughs> here's the dress, Lord. He's been longing to come and adorn his bride with beautiful things. Lord, we give you all the glory and all the praise for everything you choose to do and everything you're about to do and everything you ever will do. We decrease, Father. We decrease, we become nothing but just speakers connected to a PA system that's connected in heaven, God. That as men of God, we humble ourselves before your throne. And we say, Father God, that we are nothing without you, incomplete without you. That we are a frame without a picture without you, Father God. That we are a keyboard without a player without you, Father. We are a vase without flowers, without you, God. So we need you, Lord, 
We need you more than the air we breathe. More than a bird needs. Yeah. Paul, can you come up? Just, I need you up there now. Hallelujah. Just love the Lord. Love the Lord. God a word, God a word, God a word, God a word. This gentleman over here with the beard. Sir, can you just come here quickly? Just come stand here. Hallelujah. You can be seated. It's fine. We're going to just have some fun in the Lord. Amen. Just don't face the people. Face me. All right. Just lift your hands. You ready for this? I hope so too. God of restoration, my son. I can take the broken pieces and heal them. Will you come join me? This is like, this is, you watch. We just, we don't, don't do this thing alone. The one man show is over. Those prophets that are using the power of God for merchandising, they, they're going to be out of a job. 
as we lay hands upon you, I want to tell you something. One day there's going to be a beautiful woman that's going to love you for who you are. That God, when He says He's going to restore you, He means He's going to restore you. Just don't try and figure out how God restores. Just don't figure out how God restores. I'm the God that restores your life. Yeah. Some people might say, oh, but this is not a big word. No, you have no idea. When a complete stranger comes up to you and tells you that one thing that, that's deep, 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 deep. I hear the Lord saying, Love is patient, love is kind, love has no record of wrongs, love forgives, love always hopes, and now I'm going to teach you, son, how to love my bride. I'm going to show you, my son, how to love. I'm going to teach you, my son, not to push away. So when she comes to you, don't run away. That's what you're going to want to do. Just say, yes, Lord, I heard your voice. I'll do this again. And even if I might get hurt, it's going to be okay, oh God. I'm going to take the risk, my Lord, to go and love again. I'm not going to run away. I'd rather run into your arms. God, I'm going to trust you. Not gonna grow old alone. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Alida. Well, we have an eligible bachelor standing right over here. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so for any single woman, Amen. please come and speak to us. <laughs> Thank you. Um, this is totally unexpected. My mission well, not totally. Uh, I accept it. Uh, it's difficult to say that. I've been running away a long time, but so, yeah, I accept it. Jeden asons fer jai jai kombet. Jere ek, het so begeerte dat jy hierdie woord van restoration in sy leven sal doen. Dit, dit wat hy nodig het om te kom herstel en oprig. Jere, dankie dat jy om in die bediening herstel waar hy is. Dat jy om oprig, dat jy sy hart 
wat versending uitverkoop is, Heere, dat jy hom net daarin ook sal opdig, Heere, dat hy die breid van Christus raak sê, en Heere, dat soos wat hy die breid van die Heere bedien, met sy hele leven, Heere, dat hy die evangelie met sy hele hart tot die uit, uiterstes in die wereld toe wil uitvat, Heere, mag hy ook so net geblees word, weer nie aan meen uit te word, en dat jy kom iemand stuur, een maaikie sal stuur, een helpmaak, wat in sy ministerie inpas. Dank je Jesus. Amen. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? Bless the Lord. Oh, okay, I apologize. I was almost, this is where I really get to exercise. At least I'm not at uh, uh, Pastor Neville's church. Because the Pastor Neville Norton's church is so big that I really get tired. Because, I mean, you have to walk from the back of the church this way. But we honor the apostle. Come on, let's give the Lord a praise offering. Amen. We just honor. We honor your father. We honor that man of God. Amen. You know, um, I, was, I was saying with Dr. Fred Roberts passing away, which is a great general of the faith. And then uh, uh, Dr. Billy Graham um, passing away as well. We've lost all these generals, you know. And so we've got these few generals left. And Apostle, I call him Apostle. He hates it when I do that. But uh, Neville Norton, Pastor Neville Norton is one of those apostles. Amen. And we need to continually pray. Amen. And cover. Amen. That ministry, because we are about to change the world for Jesus. Amen. This uh, gentleman in the front here, how are you doing, sir? Uh, just, you can just stay where you are. Just stand where you are. It's, it's, it's wonderful. Uh, there's a couple of things the Lord taught me when I was standing here. The first thing the Lord said to me, that your giving, your giving is a memorial. Your giving is a memorial before the throne of God. And God says, I remember every single thing you've ever done for me. Don't you ever forget that. And the Lord says, I have remembered every single thing you've ever done for me. But I've also a God that knows how to chase your enemies. And so the Lord says, what the locusts and the cacoworm have taken from your life, I'm going to give it back to your generation. To your generation, I'm going to give your inheritances. Even financial things are going to come back to your bloodline. You're going to see prosperity in your bloodline that is beyond human. And I hear the Lord saying, I'm taking a restless son. I don't know why I'm saying this. And I'm turning him around for my glory. I make a promise to you tonight, says the Spirit of God. As for you and your household, they shall serve the Lord. They shall serve the Lord. I make that covenant with you now, God says. The Lord says you will not die until you see the salvation of your bloodline. Somebody say yes. a promise in the spirit amen when God makes a promise he begins to move with his power it doesn't matter where they are it doesn't matter how far they are it doesn't matter what they are saying or how they have the opinion when the spirit of the Lord begins to say something like this his angels begin to move they begin to find they begin to touch they begin to change they begin to rearrange as for you and your household they shall all serve the Lord there shall be righteousness out of this one 
comes this little rugby player. Out of this one becomes this little rugby player. He's not just a normal sportsman. You're going to watch him on television, says the Lord. This is my promise. You're going to watch him play. <laughs> Come on. There's a promise. There's a promise. There's a promise. There's a promise. Somebody say, yeah. And see that. I see, I see this thing happening before your eyes. Great joy. For all the pain, God says, I give you joy through these ones. Because that's how I do things. That's how I roll, God says. Oh yeah, that's right. You did roll the rock away. The Spirit of the Lord says to me, on a ministry capacity, you will stand before lots of men. They are broken men. They are wounded men. They are crushed men. I'm calling you to be a father to a fatherless generation. Men that don't know how to cope. Men that don't know how to respond to their wives. Men that don't even know how to speak the right way. And God says when you speak to them, when you touch them, when you begin to minister to them, there's going to be a radical change. And God says this will take you to many places because it will be a team, God says. You will be one of many, but you will have a team around. Come on! Shake it in! And I know that I know that I know that's right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Anything can happen. You want to seal the deal? Do a mini. <laughs> seal the deal. Ik wil veel vrouw dat u niet nou voor Albert. Zo oprecht, Jere, dank je dat u bezig is om om op te richten. Ik te preek. Heere, dank je voor dit wat u een nieuwe leven en zijn bediening inblaas. Heere, dank je voor wat u nou bezig is om te doen en dat u dit net weer voor hem kon bevestig. Dat u hem oprecht. Heere, dank je voor wat u nou doet. Heere, dank je voor pastoren in kerken in Afrika wat dier hierdie man geleid wordt en gehelp word. En heere, dank je dat u mense om hom gee vir hierdie taak. Dank je, Jesus. It's amazing. Don't you think it's right over here? You know what I, what I find is amazing for us. He's a man of God. I take him because my God told me about that. But what what is unique for me is this: that we all know that, but it's those things as a man of God. You know, those, those little things that we pray about yeah, yeah. that God was doing now with you, man of God. That's like that's the beauty of Christ. Amen. Amen. It's just God saying, you know what, son, you've given so much. You've, you've, you've done so much for my kingdom. I've not forgotten anything. Isn't that amazing? Don't you just want to love Jesus? I love my job. I have a great job. Doesn't pay very well, but I have a great job. Kinders and plain kinders. It's so nice to hear that, that his kids and his grandkids is blessed because of him. And uh, praise God for that. And a Amen. promise, a promise, a promise, a promise like that. It's like, you know, as for you and your household, you know, that's the best thing any man of God can ever have. There's nothing more traumatic for a man of God to, to see children maybe not serving the Lord, um, but to see the children serving the Lord, knowing that God's hands on them and a generational blessing just flowing. That is gold. You, know, that's, you can't pay for that. You can't pay for that. So let's do this. 
every person in this building that's got children, why don't you stand up? Every person that's got children or grandchildren, let's do this. As for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. As for me and my household, come on, sing with us. to bars, they don't belong to drugs, they don't belong to clubs, they belong to Jesus. They belong to Jesus. Amen. They belong to Jesus. You know, many, you sure you're not pregnant already? Um, many times we we don't know when to start a family, you know. Sometimes God just invades people. So you can, both of you can just stand. Amen. So, a faith child, a faith child, a child of faith will be born. A faith child will be born. And the promise to this couple of faith no, lovely words, eh? Because that's what God has been doing in them. God has been taking stuff away.
to teach them how to rely on Him. Faith. Walk by faith. They've been walking, Pastor, they've been, I don't even know them, but they've been walking on water. Literally walking on water. They don't even know how they get through each month. Just walking on water. <laughs> Welcome to my world. But I hear the Lord saying, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I began to work in this thing. I started this journey. No matter how many times you would try and do something, it ain't going to work. Just God's got to call you. So you might as well just give up. Your mind was just healed. Let God be God. But this child will come. This child will have more nappies than most children, have more clothing than most children. Everything that this child needs will be given supernaturally. And you don't even have to worry about your dignity because God says, I will make sure as a man, you will never lose your dignity. I will make sure that your wife has the best of the best. You just have to give up. Are you with me? Give up. Just give up. Just give up. Because what God wants to give is far more than you could ever imagine. Close your eyes. I, you know, the Spirit of God tells me, the Spirit of God tells me that you saved Him, but He saved you. The Lord tells me that this relationship, it was a divine, a divine, what do you call it? A divine explosion at the right time to solve both of your issues. And for the last 24 months, I have been healing you and restoring you and cutting off your youth and the pain of your childhood. You will never ever say, I don't want to be a bad father. You're always going to say this from now on, amen, that I'm anointed by God to be the best father. And you're not going to say, I don't want to have a child because I don't want my child to go through the difficulty I went through. I want to rather get financially right and get things right financially. God says, no, if you do that first, then where am I? God says, where am I? If you can do everything, where am I? God says, don't take my job away. Don't take my job away. I heard God say, don't take my job away. And then I heard the Lord saying, this is what He's saying. He's saying, don't take my job away. Why? Tell the people. I hope that's restructuring and um, I'm about to lose my job. Who is this God that we serve? Who is this God? Who is this God we serve? They can tell us specifically, don't take my job away. Otherwise, God is saying, He is saying this prayer. I don't know who your God is. Well, let them restructure. Let them restructure. But let them not restructure you. 
I'm not prophesying. I'm praying. So you come stand you. Every man of God, every pastor, come join me. Every pastor in the house, come join me. Just come. Don't worry, I don't need to. Thank you. We're going work Pastor Rota, we are going to lay hands, and some of us are women here. We're going to lay hands on this family. Amen. I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that God heard this man's prayer. Don't take his job away. So, Lord, I command them, do not take his job away. Do not take his job away. No matter what happens. No matter what happens. Pastor Voter, this is where you have to apostolically, pastorally, amen, Barkers, this is where you guys have to step into your offices. Are you with me? Because I can't do this alone. If this, if this thing can break, it's going to break because we are working together. Amen. Reach your hands towards him right now. We're going to want it. We want a miracle. We want a baby and we want a miracle. Isn't it amazing that God said, don't worry about provision because God said, I will still provide. You see, you can't let finances tell you what you can and what you can't do. Are you ready, man? Yes. Yes. Lord, I pray that you will just come and, and give a breakthrough. Thank you for the two of them and in their marriage, Lord, that their cell group that's expanding and growing. Lord, the spiritual children that you are giving them. Lord, I know that they are on the verge of spiritual breakthroughs in other people's lives. And therefore, Lord, I will ask you to also give them a breakthrough in their lives. Lord, I pray for his, uh, his job situation that you will just uh, put a hedge around him and guard and protect him. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Lord, that you not only for his can come for his work can come Lord, thank you that you not only can come that you will be able to that the angels will give us a opportunity. Heere, dat hy op, op kere weggesteek sal word, een kant gesit sal word, dat niemand om sal raak sien, as hulle, as hulle mense wil uitgooi en, 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 en een kant toe sit nie, maar dat hy, dat hy weggesteek sal word, en ander tye, heere, dat hy een helder licht van Jesus Christus op hom sal skyn, so dat mense om sal raak sien, en dat hy gebruik sal word in die naam van Jesus. Dankie, heere. Oh, Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank church tonight. Amen. Pastor Derek, how are you doing? Please come sit in the front here. Don't, don't sit there. Amen. Just make some space there for Pastor Derek. God bless you. Praise God. 
I love that man to Brits. Praise God. We still acknowledge him. Um, we, we have got a complex ministry, Pastor Voter. Um, we had a, a child that was kidnapped. Uh, kidnapped in Johannesburg. Uh, and uh, they, they wanted to sell her. And as prophetic people, a company of prophets, we decided, no, that's not going to happen. So we traced down the criminals. <laughs> we dealt with the demons. And then uh, Pastor Derek managed to get the girl. Amen. And take her into safety. Amen. So uh, we acknowledge you, man of God. The things that we do in the kingdom. Amen. Proactive Christianity, amen. Hallelujah. Well, we're having an amazing time, and I, I really feel the Holy Spirit. I, it's, it's amazing that it's, it's six, seven, eight. It's, it's quarter past eight. Can you believe that, man of God? Quarter past eight. How many of you did feel like time left? It just disappeared, amen. And how many of you uh, are excited to be a part of um, what just happened here? Amen. Amen. You see, whatever you pray for someone else, it comes back to you. Amen. It comes back to you. And the Lord is gracious. Amen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you see, real Christianity is, is really about decreasing. It's, it's the amount of, of how much you can decrease not how much you can increase. Do you know why I love my job? Because I'm, I'm scared of God. Number one, I'll be honest with you. I really am scared of my boss. But at the same time, I love him. Does that make sense? Um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I fear God. You know, I didn't want to preach this gospel a couple of years ago. I had enough, man. I had enough. And I mean, the Lord came and visited me and he said to me, hey, son, you know, if you don't do what I'm telling you to do, you know, um, because I'm God, you know, we've got a decision to do. And I, and I said, okay, don't, don't do anything, I'll, I'll do it. Um, but it's been an interesting journey. It's been a very interesting journey. Um, it's been a very interesting journey. When I, when I first heard that God called me to be a prophet, I didn't know what a prophet was. I thought God wanted me to be a businessman. Because that's the only prophet I knew. I, I, I never understood this thing. Um, so we have these moments with God when, we, when you're prophetic. You have these moments where, you, where you, you sit in different places and the pastor can't find you. And uh, a pastor never lord and had the same problem with me. Eventually he said to me, why do you always walk? You know how you feel. Why do you always walk God? And now he talks, why do you always walk God? I said, because I, I sit where Jesus would sit. It's like yesterday I sat there because that's where Jesus was sitting, you see. And today I sat at the back here because that's where Jesus would be sitting. You say, like, why would Jesus be sitting there, at the back there? Well, because of her. You see? Because of her. So I sat here. So I could be close to her. So I could pray for her. 
So that's how you find Jesus. You find Jesus with the widows. You find Jesus with the people in pain. You find him with children. You very rarely find Jesus at the head of the table. He's always preferring someone else. Young man, always preferring someone else. Christianity has become very competitive, especially in our churches, especially in worship. Everybody's competing for a position. They want to be in the right place. They want to be seen. People go to conferences. Men of God go to conferences. They don't go to conferences to receive. They go to conferences to, to network, to get the next preaching engagement. And then the man of God who's speaking bad about you and, you know, on Facebook, he's belittling you, he's worshiping you, and you have to stand next to him and worship with him. We keep it simple. Love grew where the blood fell. Love grew where the blood fell. When you really begin to hear the voice of God, it's going to break you. It'll mess you up. One moment you'll be prophesying and you'll be so happy, you'll be so excited. Yaakov, you'll be so excited. You'll be like, oh, I'm so excited. And you're laughing and you're giggling. And the next minute, you lay hands on someone and you start crying and you feel their pain. You feel their difficulty and you start weeping. And it's like almost like you're schizophrenic. And then the next person you start praying for, and then the next minute you're like, you're feeling this. Because every time you're praying, you're feeling Jesus' emotion. Can you believe that? We have a God that has emotions. The Holy Spirit is a person. He feels He's not an it. The Holy Spirit of God is a person living on the inside of you. Tonight I'm going to minister a message, not too long, amen, because we're going to worship and pray and we're going to soak. And, and, and can I do something quickly? Can I just say something just for protocol? You know, there are many different prophetic people here. So don't all come to me in the middle of the night and say, hey, you know, prophet, give me a word. Just let it be. Don't even come and hint. Are you with me? Don't come. Oh, hint, give me a word. Don't do that, okay? Let's not make something that's pure and holy, something that's unclean. I want to teach you a little bit about the prophetic realms of God so that you can grab a hold of how God works. Amen. And uh, we're going to get into the Word of God now. Amen. So will you take your Bible, your laptop, your iPad, wherever your Bible is, and just put your hand upon it. If you don't have a Bible, just steal your neighbor's Bible and read the Ten Commandments and you'll be okay. Amen. Are you, you, you you're good now? You good? You good? You, okay, I see. You ready? All right, you got it. Help up. All right. Amen. You want to come help your wife? Here we go. She's just about ready. I'm sure she can do it. Okay. soaking under the presence again. take it to a couch if you want to uh, take a fufi there um, praise God alright that's really how it's supposed to be church is supposed to be that way hallelujah somebody uh, uh, pastor voter him and say what what gaan aan is on die kerk die mens is mys dronk they're going to say you're putting something through the, the air vents 
Or maybe there's some kind of thing here that you, you touch and then. Hallelujah. All right. I want to get in the Word. Go with me to the book of Revelation 19. Is it okay, Pastor Voter, that I just do some teaching quickly? Is that right? Are you all blessed? Okay, let's do this quickly because you guys, I can see you anointed. I want everybody just to quickly stand. Just everybody just quickly stand. And I need you to all face that wall. All right, now I want you to get as close as you can to the person in front of you. If you can't find someone in front of you, find someone else. Just, this is very important. It's very spiritual. All right, no, it's, it's part of my sermon. Here you go. All right, you got someone in front of you. You're all there. This is lovely. You see, you have to move. I'm sorry. The church is moving on. It's moving on. Okay. So we have a long night ahead of us. Thank you, guys. Boxburg, always late. No jokes. Where's Boxburg? This is Boxburg here. Where's Boxburg over there, yeah? Boxburg, Boxburg says, Boxburg got you last night. I was like, what are you guys doing here? Church only starts tomorrow. It's like, it was okay. Okay. All right, you're all there. All right, now take the person in front of you and now just massage their neck. Just really give it a nice. If you don't like the person, you can my buyer hat. You can go harder. All right, find someone there. Yeah, get someone. Pastor, get that. Get there. You go. Yeah. Just massage yeah, around the neck. Okay. Now, if it's a woman in front of you, don't do this. But if it's a man, you can massage just a little bit of the scalp. But don't mess up a woman's hair. There's nothing more dangerous than messing up a woman's hair. I mean, she spent the whole day doing her hair. All right, you got that massage? You guys all feel right? Is it good? You got it good? Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? Is it good? All right. And take a deep breath. And now all face that way. And massage your neighbor's back. There you go. Just work it, work it, work it. Amen. Now pray this prayer. Say, Father, the person in front of me, they need help, Lord. <laughs> Seriously, some of you guys are like, like I can hear the one guy there is he's like, you're massaging him. He's going, hey, I just gave a good, I'm giving a good, good massage. Amen. All right, there you go. And now we're all good. Amen. Right. Now we're ready to hear the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I love revelation. I love taking revelation out the word of God, um, taking mysteries out the word of God, and teaching things. Uh, just This is exciting, isn't it? Amen. Hey? How, how's this for a good advert, um, Pastor Dot? Live in the word, Centurion. Every Sunday, come for a free massage. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, you know. It's a great, great, great advert. It's a good way to promote the church. All right. Are you good, Paul? You want to share? Okay, yeah. I'm going to be preaching quite a bit now. So, uh, did someone just bring a chair and just put it over here, and, and then just so uh, Paul can stay on the platform. And we give Paul, uh, Paul, uh, Paul a God bless you. And Enzo. The guy, the guy behind the drums here, he's 13 years old. How, how many instruments does he play? And he's 13 years old, he plays five instruments. I mean, I'd like to get him here and just let him, just mess with him a little bit, play the bass, play the piano. Just, should we do it? 
Should we do it? Should we do it? We do it. They mess you up. You, know, you run over here, you play guitar, then run over here, you play bass, and put it down. And no, we're not going to do that. But we'll see what God does. All right, go to the book of Revelation 19, verse 10. Revelation 19, verse 10. Hallelujah. Praise God. Um, for that brother that's going to get married, we have the dress. We just need the body to go into the dress. We can do a Cinderella thing, you know. If the dress fits, you can have the guy. Hey. Hey. Hey, my dang. Revelation. Revelation. Oh, Jesus. I like this church. I really like this church. I actually like this church a lot, you know. All of the Devon the Word churches, I love them. Amen. There's such, a, there's such a freedom, amen. Revelation 19, verse 10. That's in the Bible. And I fell at his feet. Are you there? Somebody say amen. All right. And I fell at his feet to worship him. And he said unto me, See thy do it not, for I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Turn to your neighbor and say, The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, what I love about the scripture is, um, the Apostle John, uh, one of the things about John is he, he, he tends to be forgetful sometimes. He tends to be forgetful. Yet he is incredible in articulating what God is doing. Uh, and it's incredible vision that God's giving him about all of these oracles about the end days and the last days and, and uh, whatever your persuasion is on those things. And he, he's, he comes to this position where he sees this angel that has been communicating with him, and he falls down like on his knees to like worship this guy, which means he, he really can't identify if this is Christ or if it's God or, or if it's an angel. He's, he's, he's kind of like just overwhelmed by this being. And as he, he goes down on his knees to worship this angel, the angel looks at him and says to him, Hey, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You can't worship me. And that's pretty radical right there because that angel is turning around and saying, look, you can't worship me. Then the angel gives an amazing clue. He gives a clue to what his assignment is. Now, you need to listen very carefully to what I'm about to say. This angel gives a clue about his divine assignment as an angel and his job description in this realm. And he turns around and he says, I am a fellow servant. I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that keep the testimony of Jesus. So the angel turns around and says, look, don't worship me because we are working together. I don't think you guys really got that right now. That angel turns around and he says, 
you and I are servants together of Jesus Christ. My master, the angel is saying to the apostle, my master is Jesus, your master is Jesus. I work for Jesus, you work for Jesus. I serve Jesus, you serve Jesus. We are co-workers. At this point, you should understand that you are not alone. At this point, you have to recognize that whatever God gave you to do on this place, in this place, in this realm, He didn't assign you alone, but He assigned it angels to work with you to fulfill the purpose of God. They represent Him. They work with you. You are not alone. So now we, 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 we start to see things a little bit different. Somebody say amen. We start to see things differently because he says, I am not going to do anything with anybody until I find those people that understand the testimony of Jesus. Otherwise, the angel says, I don't work with anybody else. I only work with those people that have the testimony of Jesus and those that worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So the angel says this simply. He says, if you don't worship God, I'm not going to be in your life. That's why worship is such an important part, amen, of the kingdom of God. Because when we worship God, the angels will come and worship God with us. The Bible says the 24 elders bow down before the throne. The Bible says the angels of heaven, they cry out, holy, holy, holy. They are continually at the throne of God, worshiping God. Isn't that exciting? So when we come together like this, something supernatural is beginning to move around us. There are beings all over this building right now. There are beings, angels, all over this place, sitting, standing, all over this place. If your eyes could be opened right now, you would be very, very shocked at what you see. Because where there's worship, those angels come to join with. They come to join with. However, it's worship and prophecy. Read your Bible. It says, worship God for the spirit of but well, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So wherever Jesus is testifying, there's prophecy. Which means whether we are preaching the word of God, it is the testament. It is the testimony of Jesus. So when you stand up to preach the word of God on a Sunday, it is the testimony that you are, you're talking about the testament. That's why it's called the New Testament. And you are testifying about who Jesus is, how he died for people, how he took our sins away from, amen. And there is the spirit of prophecy. When we prophesy, it is the testimony about what Jesus feels about you. The testimony of Jesus is not that he's going to give you a car. The testimony of Jesus is how he feels about you, what he wants to do in your life. All these other things are easy. That's the easy parts. Are you with me? Cars are lovely. But God is more interested in the heart nature. So the spirit of prophecy 
is what this angel works with. So what this angel does is he wants to see what God is saying over your life. What is your name? Diakon. Mr. Diakon. There's a couple of people in this church also called Diakon. A lot of these guys have the same name. Martin. So, Martin, when, when, God, when God begins to work on your life, He gives you a series of messages. Somebody say amen. Those messages that He gives you can come through the day you got saved. It could come through a testimony from somebody. It could come through a song that He sung. Amen. It could just be a song. It could be the words that are sung on the song. A message could come through a counselor giving you a, a word, or a, an older gentleman just giving you a, a, an encouraging, or an usher in the front just giving you a word and encouraging you. It uh, could be come through a prophet. It doesn't always have to come through a prophet. There are messages that come through all different platforms. It, it, most times, it comes through your mother, and occasionally your mother-in-law. But those messages are not nice. All those messages that are given to you through your life, they have a testimony of what Jesus feels about you. If you can understand those testimonies, you have the spirit of prophecy. And it is those messages that angels work with. Angels don't work with what you tell them. Angels only work with what God tells them. So they're only submitting, amen, listen to me carefully, they only submit to the Word of God and what Jesus says about you. That's what they are assigned to do. Hallelujah. So that's pretty cool, isn't it? So all of you, every single person here, you have an angel assigned to your life. And they are there because of something that God has got planned for your life. Now John, unfortunately, he's a bit forgetful. So go to Revelation 22. Whenever something is mentioned twice in the Bible, it's important. When it's mentioned three times, it's very important. Amen. Whatever I don't finish today, we'll finish tomorrow. Or tomorrow morning. <laughs> Revelation 22. I want you to really grab this, amen, because tonight we're going to have a buildup of angels. Do you believe that? When these guys start worshiping, and when they start to prophesy, and when they start to sing the song of the Lord, I'm looking forward to hear the new sounds, amen, aren't you? I'm looking forward to soaking in the presence of God, amen. I'm looking forward to the Holy Spirit reminding me of ancient words and prophetic words, amen. I'm looking forward to the Lord allowing me to go through my Bible and pull scriptures out and make those scriptures, you know, special for me. I'm, I'm, I'm more excited than you are. Woohoo! <laughs> this is like a turning point. Something's happening. Something's happening. Are we on a Jewish festival or something? Something's happening. Are we preparing for something? I don't know what's happening. Something's happening. But watch this. Revelation 22, verse Eight and nine. Listen to this. And I, John, and I, John, saw these things. 
I heard them. And when I heard them and I see, heard and seen, I fell down. What's wrong with this guy? The second time. He's not very clever, is he? I mean, after being rebuked the first time, he then falls down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. So now he's like, he's seriously not getting it. The first time he falls down, the angel says, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa brew, dude, stop what you're doing. Huh? You fed cook palace. Don't do that. Because I'm working with you, with the brethren that have the testament of Jesus, for the testament of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Now, here at the end, he's doing the same thing again, Pastor Voto, falling down again. If I was an angel, I would do something, but watch this. Watch the approach now. Then saith he unto me, now the angel is speaking now. Listen to these words. See thy do it not, otherwise don't do this. For I am thy fellow servant, and of thy brethren, the prophets, and of them which keep the sayings of this book, worship God. Hello? So the first time he falls down, the angel says, no, I am of the brethren, all of you. All of you, amen, all of you that keep the testimony of Jesus, which is the spirit of prophecy. We all have the spirit of prophecy. The second time he says, wait, 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 wait. I am also a fellow servant with you, but with also with the prophets. And that's a New Testament scripture. Which now tells us that prophets exist. After the book of Revelation, prophets still exist because the angel is saying, no, I'm with the prophets. Now, when we talk about prophets now, we need to look at it a little bit differently. There is a five-fold ministry prophet. Are you with me? We all agree. Amen. But man of God, in your church, you are also a prophet. Do you believe that? You are a prophet in your church as well because you're the candlestick of your house. Although you don't prophesy and minister as a prophet, you are a prophet in that you have a proclamation, you have a declaration, you have a degree. Otherwise, God has given you a mandate, spoken to you, and this is the result of that. So everything around you is the result of the prophecy. Isn't it exciting? So angels are around prophets. They are around prophets. The danger that we have is when angels start, when, when prophets start talking to angels. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? There, there shouldn't be a human conversation between an angel and a prophet. A prophet should not be hearing from an angel. So when a prophet comes and says, no, the angel of the Lord stood here and started speaking to me, you are embarrassing the kingdom of God. The reason why I say you're embarrassing the kingdom of God, because the Holy Ghost has been given to you. The Holy Spirit has been placed on the inside of every single believer. 
and the Holy Spirit has been placed on the inside of every, every man of God. So a man of God doesn't have to hear the voice out there. He has to hear the voice inside. It is Christ in me, the hope of glory, not Christ outside of me, Christ in me. So whenever a prophet starts to say that the angel came to him and he heard the angel and this and that, then my problem is theologically angels don't want to be seen. Do you understand where I'm at? After 30 years of studying this thing, I'm here to... To, to be convinced that angels don't like to be seen. Seraphim and cherubim, they cover their ears, they cover their feet, they cover their hands because they're worshiping at the throne room of God. So they don't want to be seen. They don't want people to say, oh, look how beautiful you are, and then God is not being seen. So angels don't just show themselves because they don't want to be in awe. They don't want to be worshiped. Only angels of light reveal themselves. Sure, it's deeper. Eh? Satanic angels will come, or, or fallen beings will come, reveal themselves as angels of light. They parade like the voice of God, and most of the men of God that are bewitched into that believe that that's the way it's supposed to be. So they'll say, the angel is speaking to me, and the angel is doing this, and the angel said that. And to me, that's an abomination, because you are... Treating the Holy Spirit like a second-hand person. The Holy Spirit has been given to the church of Jesus Christ. And it is the Holy Spirit on the inside of us that speaks to the church. Somebody say amen. amen. That's good teaching. Because when this prophetic thing comes, people get flaky. I saw an angel. Now let me explain to you something. If you saw an angel, you'd have diarrhea for a couple of days. Trust me, I know. If you saw an angel, your bladder would manifest. You would start to leak. If an angel appeared, you would get such a fright, you might even have a heart attack. If you're standing here and a being that is 10 foot tall appears in front of you, you're not going to go, oh, I just saw an angel. No, you're going to do what John did. Can you see what John did? He fell down. <gasps> because he was so shocked at the awe of this beauty. And what would the angel do? No. Stop giving me attention. Worship God. 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 That's good, good, sound prophetic teaching. So you don't have to be weird. I'm weird. You don't have to be weird. I'm not weird because I want to be weird. I'm weird because I have God speaking to me. So now the auntie at the back came to tell me about the honey. Where's the auntie with the honey? She came to me, you know. I'm like having a full-on conversation with God. I'm out, me and God are talking. Yeah, oh God, okay. You want to do that? Okay, cool. I don't want to touch that person. Heal that person. And then the auntie comes and says, hey, I've got some honey for you. I'm like, I look at her and go, huh? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. You understand? It's like I was busy having a conversation, you know, you know what I'm saying, with God. So, and now I'm trying to be polite. So I'm going, yeah. 
So, what God? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Yeah. I like honey. What is that? What is it? <laughs> I'm not trying to be weird. Amen. That's why you, you find prophets, they always separate themselves from the crowd. You know, they, they, they just want to be, you know, they like to listen. Kim Clemens used to have a garden, and he used to sit in his garden, and that's where you heard from God. Amen. Is that helpful? Amen. So if you've got prophetic people in your church, just understand them. Let them be. If you're talking to a prophetic person and they're ignoring you, the chances are they're not ignoring you. They're just having a conversation with someone else you can't see. <laughs> now, I, I can see all the men going to their wives and saying, You see, that's why. Because that woman is saying to you, you never listen to me. You never, you never listen to me. My man, And the guy's like, now we all know he's not listening to God. We know he's got an invisible earpiece in his ear that no one can see. That's telling him about the rugby. Because rugby is important. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did you all get something so far? Is that fun so far? So we have angels. It's exciting. We don't worship them. We don't give them attention. It's not important. Amen. Um, remember the Bible says when you speak in tongues, you speak the tongue of what? What? Yeah, why? Well, because God doesn't want you to use English. Why would you have the tongue of angels when you speak in tongues? And why would you not use English? Well, it's simple. God doesn't want your English language to, 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 to work the kingdom. God wants these angels to only carry out assignments by the Spirit. That's why you're praying tongues in the spirit, and it's the tongue of angels. So when I go, in my own time, not in the local church, okay, do you understand? In the local church, there's a place for everything. Amen. So if somebody comes up to the front here, are you with me? And they go, and they walk away. The rest of the church is going to go like, Hi, 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 hi. How you don't feel it's so good now? What is it going on in this church? Huh? I come to this church to listen to the people. This is a foreigner. This is a foreigner that looks Afrikaans. He come to the front. He speak in Italiano. Then he lives, sit down. Eh? And everybody go, hallelujah. For what? Do you understand? It's a little confusing, right? So if someone comes up and speaks in tongues, then we need to wait and see where's the interpretation. And, and many times the word of the Lord will come and someone will come up and say, oh, the Lord loves you. I love this whole thing. Have you ever seen the interpretation of tongues? It's like this. And someone comes up and says, the Lord says, I love you. I'm sure that guy spoke in tongues for five minutes. God must have been saying much more. I love you. 
Well, I'll tell you why it's, it's like that. See, when, when you speak in tongues, it's, 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 it's emotions. It's emotions, it's feelings. You with me? It's, it's beautiful colors. So when you interpret all of those beautiful colors, usually it's a simple word for us in English. But to the other realms, it means much more. So when angels are listening to your prayer life, you don't know what you're doing, your private prayer. Are you with me? Amen. Then those angels are saying, okay, now I have an instruction. And they're going to start working on your behalf. Amen. They go and look after your child driving a car. They go over here. Because the Spirit of God on the inside is literally the Spirit of prophecy. And when you speak in tongues, you're literally prophecy and declaring things in the spirit realm. Amen. So there's that realm. So not only do you, you, you speak in tongues to edify yourself, amen, but you speak in tongues to instruct the kingdom. Pretty exciting, isn't it? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So tonight when you guys are praying in tongues, your angels will start moving. Somebody say amen. You don't have to say, I command my angel now. You go over there. I command you, my angel. You go over there and you go and give my ex a hiding. No, you don't have to do that. The angel's going to look at you and go, what? Because he's not going to submit to you. He's going to submit to the Holy Ghost, who is God. He will only submit to God. So all you do is worship God. Isn't that an amazing word? Worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Don't worry about the angels. Worship God. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Worship God. If you worship God, God will meet your need. If you worship God, God will touch your generation. If you worship God, because the Bible says He inhabits, He inhabits the tongues, He inhabits the prophecy. No. He inhabits the worship. He inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. So when you praise, he inhabits. Amen. When God inhabits, the devil has to leave. There's no way the devil can live in your church on a Sunday morning if you're truly worshiping God. If you're truly worshiping God, the way we were called to worship God, then HIV has to leave, cancer has to leave, Tumors have to leave. Whatever the devil tried to bring into our bodies, it will have to leave. It cannot come into that place of worship. But we have to learn to worship God in spirit and in truth. Amen. Not just spirit, but in truth. So we need to take the words of the Bible and we have to put it with the spirit. Amen. And that's how the song of the Lord is produced. Give the Lord a praise offering all over this place. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop there, Pastor Voter, because that's, that's just a, a simple thing. Tomorrow, maybe tomorrow morning, I don't know how we're going to do this thing, but I know tomorrow I will, I will then show you how the angels work with your prophecy. Is that okay? Are you excited about that? I'll show you how God works with prophecy and how those angels work on behalf of you, and we'll go into a whole new realm. Amen. Thank you, Paul. Can you get up there? So are you excited tonight? Amen. So we don't worship angels in this church. Amen. We don't bow down to angels in this church. Amen. 
Now, the book of Revelation says, to the angel of the church of. You remember that? It says, to the angel of the church of. And then he mentions the, the different churches. And if we're not allowed to bow down to angels, then we have to understand what the book of Revelation says. The book of Revelation says that each angel was the man of God. Or the candlestick or the angel of the house was the man of God. So when God raises up, for example, Pastor Voter, amen, he raises up this man for this house, he puts an angel of this house with him. The angel of the church of. So when they prophesy, it's to the angel of the church of, I write these things. So God is speaking to the pastor, but he's also speaking to the angel that is governed by that pastor. Are you with me? Remember, he's also the prophet. Neville, Pastor Neville is the prophet of Levin the Word. Would you agree with me? But he doesn't have to be called a prophet because his mandate was declared to him. So he's a mandate. So now, are you, are you getting this revelation? It's, it's pretty deep, right? Right there where you're standing, right there, there's this being, a massive being, which is a candlestick for this whole region. And next to your life is an angel of this house. And you, as you minister the word of God, you minister the word of God. When God speaks, he speaks to the angel, but he speaks to the pastor. So the prophecies were given to the pastors of those regions. Yet John recognized that there was an angel behind each church. That's why you can't remove a man of God. You can't get up and just say, well, we're going to move, remove Neville Norton now from his position and place someone else there because that other somebody hasn't got the angel of the house. Is, are you with me? No one can come here and remove you, man of God, or move you because the angel of the house is with you. So even if they kick you out, the house will still move. The house will still function. Even if they take you out of a building, you'll still function. That house will decrease. It will not have the same thing because the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus about what God wants to do in this place and what God wants to do in your dad's house, in your house, what God wants to do in your ministry, those things, amen, pertain to the word of the Lord, the prophetic word. And so this house has this massive angel, right? Come stand back here, man. So you represent that massive angel. You're a candlestick. Amen. Isn't it amazing? And God prophesies to the angel. He says, to the angel of the church of uh, Centurion, I write these things. John can't write to an angel. He's writing to the pastor of that region, the apostle of that region. But he's addressing the angel because he knows that the angel can only work with the spirit of prophecy. So he is hearing, isn't this a revelation or what? Is this a revelation, church? So he's hearing the word that God is saying about that region. Then he's speaking to the angel. He's saying, this is what God is saying so that the man can be affected. The angel of this house, which is a co-fellow worker with this man, 
can work with him to fulfill its mandate. So when you take the man away, you remove the angel. When you remove the angel, you remove the testimony. When you remove the testimony, you remove the prophecy. The church cannot exist. However, one of the rules is that angel said, do not worship me. Worship God. So it is a dangerous thing when you idolize the man of God. It is a dangerous thing. That's why you see your dad is so strong on this. Pastor, ne Pastor Neville, <laughs> Neville is very strong. Sorry, dad. Is very strong on this. He makes sure that he's one with the people. That he's never elevated into another position. That's why he doesn't like the title. Are you with me? Of apostle or even pastor. I only use the title prophet because I can't get a move of God unless you believe. Are you with me? If you believe in God's prophets, then you will prosper. So it doesn't say if you believe in Andre. It says if you believe in God's prophets. That's why I use the word prophet. Because it has a legal right to it. Amen. But if you come to this house and you start saying, oh, voter is the most gorgeous guy on the planet. Are you with me? I'm just saying. Because only she can say that. Only Dot can say that. Like I'm watching. But I mean, if you're coming and you're saying, he is more powerful than any other pastor in living the world. If you start to worship this man, you're putting him in danger. If you start to worship, if you pastors and your church members are here and they start to worship you, they have to honor you. There's a difference between honor and worship. Honor means I respect you. Amen. I respect you. I honor you. But honor is not worship. Worship is adoration. I can love you and I can respect you, but I can't put adoration on you because you, you are God's servant. Amen. I cannot elevate you. So when you have these churches where the man of God walks on people, I don't know if you've seen that, where he says he's so holy that he has, and he walks on people to get into the church and where the people bow down before him when he speaks. The moment he starts speaking, the guy bows down. That's worship. It's foreign worship in the house of God because you're worshiping a man. And the angel said, don't worship me. And if you are the angel of this house, amen, representing the heavenly position, then your word will always be, don't worship me. We are working together. We are working together. We're a team. We're a team. We're working together. What's the prophecy in your life? How can I make that fulfilled? How can I get the Word of God to come to pass in your life? What is God saying about your life? That should be the heart of the angel of the house. And when somebody goes down and starts to idolize you, you should see it and you should say, no, 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 stand up. Don't. Your words as a pastor, as the angel of the house, must always be worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Worship. What a word, eh? Worship God. Your, your, <laughs> the, the language shouldn't be osmonochia. We must give because we are going to be cursed if you don't give. That should not be the language of the kingdom. 
The language of the kingdom should be bring your tithes, bring your offerings, bring your finances, and worship God. That should be the language of the kingdom. Come and worship God with your giving. Come and worship God with your tithes and your offerings. Our language shouldn't be entertain the church. It should be worship God. The language shouldn't be usher. It should be worship God. When you are touching that person and bringing them in as a deacon, eh, you're bringing someone in. That person comes into the house of God. They might be sick. They might be wounded. As you put your arm around them and you say, welcome, and you take them to their chair and you're praying for them that they will have a good service because that's what ashes should be doing. You're worshiping God. When you are vacuuming the church's floor, you're not vacuuming the floor. Every time you're vacuuming, you're worshiping God. Don't you see? Everything we do in the kingdom of God is worship. It's an act of worship. You're worshiping God. When you're busy in the office and you're busy doing all that paperwork, you're worshiping God. When you're opening up the phone to talk to somebody, you're worshiping God. You're worshiping God. Every act that you do is worshiping God. When you're looking after the children on a Sunday morning, you're worshiping God. I know this is going to sound crazy, eh? But when you love each other as a couple, that love that you show each other, it's worshiping God. Even your kiss worships God. Pastor, give your wife a kiss. Watch that. That act, it worships God. Stand to your feet. Pastor Vota, stand to your feet all over this place. Lift your hands. What a word, eh? What a word, eh? Lovely. I loved it. Wonderful. I love this word, but it's going to get even more powerful as we move on. But as our hands are lifted up, Father God, in this holy place, in this holy place, we declare we will not bow down to anything else except Jehovah God Almighty. We will not bow down to any man or any angel. But we will worship God. We have been designed. We have been created. Praise looks good on you. Praise looks good on you. I want to sing it with me right now and prophesy. Praise looks good on you. Come on. Praise looks good on you. I was born to praise you. Come on. I was born to praise you. I was born to praise you. I was born to praise you. Okay. Can I get the bass player up here? Where's the bass player? I just want to do this and I'm going to close and you guys can have fun. Where's the bass player? Oh, the pianist. Where's the pianist? Do I have a pianist? Well, the musicians, like hundreds of musicians in the church. All right. Are you a pianist? All right. Take the piano. 
Is there a bass player? Where's the bass? Is it gone? Where's your bass? It's here. Yaku. And I was born to praise you. I just want to do this a little bit, okay? If you don't mind. Tonight we're going to praise you. Okay, so what do we have? We're going to sing the song of the Lord and we're going to release. Amen. I was born to praise you. Yeah. I just want you to take another instrument. Because I was born to praise you. I'm going to give you the song. All right, this is your song now, okay? I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Everybody now, sing with me. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Let me hear you. I was born. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Come on, that's good church. Everybody. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Come on now. I was born to praise you. Come on, dancers, to praise your holy name. We were born to praise you. Let's make it corporate. Let's make it corporate. We were born. We were born. We were born to praise you, to praise your holy name. We were born to praise you, to praise your holy name. We were born. We were born to praise you, to praise your holy name, to praise you. We were born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Take us there, take us there. To praise you, to praise your holy name. This is the song of the Lord. This is a song for now. South Africa, stop bowing down to men. Yes, amen. Amen. Stop bowing down to men. Honor your leaders. Esteem them. Give them double honor. 
Because honor is their portion. But don't worship them. Amen. Amen. That's why so many people have left Amen. the church. Amen. Because they say that man of God let me down. That man of God cannot let you down if you were worshiping God. Amen. If you were worshiping God, that man of God can never let you down. He will Amen. make mistakes as a man, but he can't be God. Amen. Oh, I left the church because the man of God let me down. No, no, no. You were worshiping the man of God. And when you idolized him and you worshiped him and then he failed you, you felt like God left you. God didn't leave you. You bowed down to a man. We honor him. We love you. We esteem you. Amen. We serve with you. But we worship God. Amen. Amen. And the angel said, Worship God. Worship God. Worship God. Everybody shout out. Worship God. I was born. I was born to praise you. Praise your holy name. Hey. I was born to praise you. To praise your holy name. I was born to praise you. To praise your holy name. Voices, let me hear you. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Come on, louder, church. I was born to praise you, praise your holy name. This is for you, Jesus. I was born to praise you, praise your holy name. This is for you, Jesus. I was born to praise you, praise your holy name. One, two, three, four. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. I was born to praise you. Wow, listen to that. Praise your holy name. The last one. I was born to praise you, to praise your holy name. Come on, give a little shout of praise. you for your presence. Thank you for just an awesome time in your presence. Lord, as we relax a bit and, 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 and just take a break for a moment, I pray, Lord, that, that, that we will not get out of a spirit of worship, not miss this opportunity to stay in your presence. Wil jou uitnooi, waar jy ook al is. Krijg veel koffie, relax. Jy gaan nou een groepie voorwees en ons gaan net verder die Heere loof en prijs. En net so'n bykie verder in die Heerese teenwoordigheid wees. En kyk wat gebeur volgende. We don't know what happened next. Uh, maybe we will minister. Maybe there's a time of ministry. Let's see, but there's a worship team. I think Boxburg worship team will be 
uh, in front here. And let's just stay in worship and go on and, and, and worship the Lord furthermore. You are welcome to, to dance in His presence, to just sit around, get some coffee, relax and, and uh, enjoy yourself in the presence of the Lord.